This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by Pre-Lit Christmas Trees. Great when they work. It's Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. I don't want to talk about it, Chris. Well, it sounds like you get experience with that one. Just, I can tell you about my dad. You want to, I, you want to hear about my dad's Christmas you trees? You go four feet to the left, you'll see there's a section that just went out oh, this no. morning. Well, uh, that means you get to go string up special custom lights. I do <laughs> get to do that. That's a great way to word that, Chris. I get the opportunity. My dad loves Christmas oh. tremendously. And he, every Christmas at, after, in January, in the end of December, he goes and looks for Christmas trees to buy. Nice. So he has purchased over the years very expensive Hobby Lobby. He he says he says to me, this was 350 bucks. I got it for 10 bucks. Oh. <laughs> and then he says, would you like to have this 15-foot oh. tree? That's <laughs> amazing. Like, we don't have a space for that, really, but, you know, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, all of my trees are hand-me-downs from my mom and yeah. dad. So, yep, the pre-lit Christmas tree, it's great when it works. Yes. Well, welcome to another great day podcast. We're here. It's always another great day. Um, we wanted to welcome you, first of all, introduce ourselves. I'm Aaron, that's Chris. Hello. We're about to start our Wednesday segment. For those of you who've been listening for a while, every Wednesday we do a segment called What Is It You Say You Do Around Here? And probably a nice reset here, Chris, is to say, you know, the original idea for this bit was to help people understand what kind of jobs there are out there. People do all sorts of really neat and interesting things, and so... We have friends that do neat and interesting things, and we've asked them to contribute. So today we're going to hear from my beloved sister-in-law, Gina Burrell. Hello, my name is Gina Burrell, and I am here to tell you what it is that I do. I am a respiratory therapist, and to kind of summarize that up, essentially I help people breathe for a living. So my job is based around the cardiopulmonary system, which is heart and lungs. They both work together to be able to help people breathe and live. Um, If there is any disease or disorder or injury to the lungs, I am able to provide medication or therapies and even as far as a machine to actually help people breathe if they can no longer do it on their own. Um... We have a lot of patients that have lung disease such as asthma or COPD. Sometimes when they are running or allergies, they have a difficult time breathing. So I'm able to give them some medicine to help their lungs open up and then breathe a little bit easier. Um, I can have babies. I can have adults. At some point in life, no matter what, everybody breathes so Anybody could need help breathing, and that's kind of what I do for a living. And as for the smell, um, there's not too many smells that we come across unless it's phlegm. And sometimes the phlegm has a uh, very nasty smell when you are sick. So yeah, that pretty much sums up what I do for a living as a respiratory therapist. Awesome job, Gina. Thank you for that. 
I love breathing. It's something I do every day. So yes. it's nice when people can help you do I'm it. I'm on board with breathing. Honestly, when she said, I listened to this, I immediately texted her afterward. I said, I have so many questions for you now. Because when I run, it is so hard to breathe. Interesting. So I'm like, do I have a deviated septum? Do I have, is there something You'll that can help me? Check in with your uh, breathing specialist. Indeed, indeed. All right. Well, that'll bring us to this day in history. Chris. Let me paint the picture for you. The year is 1972. The day is Wednesday, December 13th. The sun is in existence. Birds are out. Uh, There's a moon right up there. Wait, no, no, this is uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So something happened on uh, in 1972. In 1972, the Apollo program, which yeah. was the spaceship to the moon program. To the moon! Eugene uh, Sermon, Cernan, or Kernan, and Harrison Schmidt begin the final, third, and final extravehicular activity. EVA, Whoa. or moonwalk. Very cool. Of Apollo 17. So this is the last time humans were with their... F- their feet or their boots, I guess, were on the moon. That's so cool. This is the last day that we know of at this point. People left Earth yeah. and landed safely on another... It's like the ultimate vacation. Well, yeah, you... It's a miracle. It is... Space is simultaneously terrifying and incredibly imaginative to me because once you're out there, there's nobody else out there that's yeah. going to help you out. Like, you're just there. That's crazy. And that getting back to Earth, even crazier. They had to leave the moon and get Uh, back. Let's hear it for the moon, everybody. (laughs) Shout out to God. Thank you for making that. And my niece's name is Luna, which is a form of the moon. Ooh, that is a good name. I love that. Well, I think it's cool that these guys went on the moon and did that Michael walk, Jackson walk. Yeah, they were just doing the, the moon. moon. They invented the moonwalk. <laughs> they were doing the original moonwalk. All right, well, that'll do it for this day in history, and we'll go ahead and mosey on to greener pastures. Here we go. Today's question of the day. We're going to ask a question. You guys hit pause, discuss amongst yourselves, and then come right on back. All right, Chris. Yes. If you had one hour on the moon, what would you like to do? Chris, I just got a letter from the president. <laughs> You're needed on the moon. For one hour. For one hour. <laughs> and it's fun is required. Oh, What fun. do you want to do? Oh, you know, here's what I would do. I, I would spend the first half hour just jumping. That's a con. I didn't even think about dividing it into two activities. I, <laughs> the first half hour, I'm just going to be jumping. The second half hour, I'd like to drive the moon moon buggy. Because I feel like that would just be chaotic and Gosh. weird and bumpy and funny. You hit a ramp and you're just in the air for yeah, a Yeah, like if time. you're on like a crater, you go out the edge of the crater and it's your oh, ramp man. and you're just kind of floating. That is so cool. And then eventually you'll hit, but it won't be like that crazy because you're much lighter. So it'll be like a big kavroom. The concept of <laughs> gravity and the moon is so amazing to me. Like I can't imagine not feeling 3.2 meters per second squared gravity all the time because that's just how it is yeah yeah. so um well so for my activity i would play pickleball pickleball yeah i'd go i'd make jeremy combs come with me and we'd how would you play some pickleball pickleball we'd be so good the ball would never hit the ground would it go slow (laughs) 
I guess it would still go fast, wouldn't it? It'd go faster because there's no air. Oh. It would zoom. It'd be... I wonder if you could hit it all the way around the moon. No, because it would, would eventually it, fall. Would it, it would fall down because there is gravity. Yeah, and the moon's not the size of like my backyard. It's, if there's it's any much bigger. physics space people out there... Hello, space people. <laughs> you should write us and let us know what how much force it would take to get like to throw a ball off the moon like could could you do it with your arm or is it going to come back down is it just a regular you have to bring gravity? a water balloon launcher is it i mean is it going to take like a, a tank to shoot a projectile off the moon and it would just keep going i don't know what the gravity is who like. knows i don't know this is impossible space people might know <laughs> some of my favorite listeners are space people <laughs> come on space people come on space people okay well, that'll do it for today's question of the day. I think that was a pretty fun talk, Chris. Indeed. Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and take a quick break. And let's check in. That's right. You hear that noise. You hear it. You know what it's doing. That's the sound of Wes McFall and yet another dad joke. Guys, I lost a whole 25% of my roof yesterday. A whole quarter of it just was gone. Oof. <laughs> know what I mean? Have another great day. <laughs> oh I even uh, read that before and it got me again. It's <laughs> oh, so good. It reminds me of Ernest. Know what I mean? Know what I mean, Vern? Know what I mean, Vern? All right, let's go ahead and move on to the last part of our show, the Word of Wisdom. Today's Word of Wisdom's coming to us live and in living color from Proverbs chapter 26, verse 8. All right, here we go. Another fool proverb. Honoring a fool is as foolish as tying a stone to a slingshot. Huh. Youch. <laughs> that would hurt. Uh, like one who absurdly binds a stone in a sling, making it impossible to throw, so is he who absurdly gives honor to a fool. Wow. There you go. That paints a picture. All right, well, Chris, let's hit that music and call it a day. Our mission here on Another Great Day podcast is to encourage interaction creativity and conversation thank you for tuning in and if you're enjoying this podcast please take a minute to rate and review us and share us yes on the medias of the socials sharing is caring as they say unless you're sick then don't do that stay in bed yep yep, yep. <laughs> more importantly we hope that you make it another great day, day. we'll see you tomorrow